Lecture topic: Cleaning the heart for Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, In terms of our salah, so the first salah is known to us, it's the two rakats of Fajr, that's Farz, the four rakats of Zuhar, that's Farz, and likewise Asar, the four rakats, in Maghrib, the three rakats, and in Isha, the four rakats. This is what's compulsory. But before the Faraiz, apart from Maghrib Salah, because Asar is so close to it in any case, before all the rest of the Salah, there is what we know as the Sunnat, Sunnat Qabliya. They are the Sunnat Salahs that are performed before the Farz. Then the Sunnat Salahs performed after the Farz as well. Apart from Asar and Fajr, but in Zohar, Maghrib, Isha, the Sunnahs performed after as well. Then obviously in order for that Salah to be valid, there is also Wudu before it. So there are so many things preceding the actual Farz. And all these aspects, the Sunnahs, etc. And now the person will come to the Masjid to perform the first Salah, he will come and he will wait. And while he is waiting, in the Hadith Sharif, Rasulullah says, that a person who is waiting for Salah, he is as if he is in Salah. And he is receiving the blessings and rewards of Salah. And all this is impacting on him, cleansing his heart. Then eventually he gets into that farm. And now he performs that four rakats, he performs that two rakats, rakats, rakats. But all this that happened before, every step that he took to the masjid in the state of wudu, one sin got forgiven. One reward got written for him, one stage got elevated of his, all this was adding some value to him for his farz. Finally he now came to perform that farz and he completed that obligation that Allah Ta'ala put upon him. So it wasn't just that farz that was now enough, but all these things had to be done in order to add value to it. And together with that, if there was some deficiency, and we are also deficient. So these sunnahs that we perform before, we perform after, which all have been taught to us by Rasulullah All these are means of making up for the deficiency in the farz. The farz is the, is the main thing. That's the most important aspect. And that is what's required to the highest level. But now we are so weak and so deficient. So before also we've been taught things to be done. We be taught things to be done after as well. After the salah, there are askar and tasbihat and various amal. All this lends towards perfecting that salah itself. So this is what we can see very very clearly in salah. 
Likewise, in zakat, one is the farz, what a person has to fulfill. But there's so many sadaqat and nafil, charities, etc. All this lends weight to that farz itself. In terms of any deficiency, deficiency, the manner something, the manner something, the manner something happened, the quality of that niyad, 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 all this lends to fulfilling that and making up that deficiency. So all the amal have something that adds to the value of it, helps a person to clean up before it, helps a person to make up for the deficiencies after it. So likewise the month of Ramadan which is on our doorstep, Allah Ta'ala has blessed us with the month of Shaban which is like the sunnat qabliya like the sunnats that precede the first salah, the month of Shaban is in that category. And it is meant to prepare us for the Mubarak month of Ramadan. Unfortunately, this is taken just as something that comes and goes. But that focus and that benefit that we should be taking in terms of preparation for the Mubarak month of Ramadan, that is seldom done. Few and far between. So this Mubarak month of Shaban, this is also a very great month, great month, great month. Rasulullah Aisha Siddiqah says, I never saw him fast any month for the entire month. Except the month besides Ramadan, apart from Ramadan, there was no other month that I saw Nabi Islam fast from beginning to end. Except, except, except the month of Shaban. Though for the Ummah, Nabi Islam said the second half of Shaban, Somebody is not used to fasting excessively, he should not fast. So that he remains strong for the month of Ramadan. Meaning all this, all this, all this again. The concern, the month of Ramadan. This is a very, very great moment. Person is getting married, you see the excitement building up as the days and moments tick closer. The excitement builds up. Some people say they're getting more worried, Allah knows why. But generally this is the case that as the moment sick now the person is getting more excited. Forget getting married, which is mashallah great sunnat of the Anbiya alayhi salatu wasalam. Person going for a small holiday somewhere, he, he can't contain his excitement. As the days get drawn near, just for that one just for that just for that just for that one small weekend he's going. And that to Allah forbid sometimes where he might go and what he might end up doing there and how he might end up harming his iman but as that day is drawing close 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 his excitement knows no bounds now for that little holiday the excitement knows no bounds his father promised him he will buy him now, now his first car and on certain days he's, as that day is coming he can't wait for it it's just now getting it's just now getting it's just now getting too long and for every other thing Every other thing, he is building his house, and now the day has come. Day has come. Day has come. Now has come to its completion, and he can move in. His excitement knows no bounds. He started off something, some business, and that is now to be launched. As it's going to get launched, his excitement knows everything else. Oh, excitement knows no bounds. But the month of Ramadan is approaching, and well, it will come. When it comes, we'll see. At the most, now somebody, well, okay, really, well, okay. Which masjid I'm going to go for Tarawih to? Alhamdulillah, that's a good thing as well. But that 
enthusiasm, that zeal, that excitement, that real feeling, that passion. And this is something that we are supposed that we are supposed that we are supposed to be having because this is what Rasulullah has taught us through on dua, through on dua, through on dua, the dua that we hear 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 after the first salah, which was actually recited on the sighting of the moon of Rajab two months prior. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaaban wa balighna Ramadan. Allah enable us to reach Ramadan of this great enthusiasm, zeal and when it was about Ramadan about to dawn and the eve of Ramadan Nabi Islam addressed the Sahaba Ikram Atakum Shahrun Azeem 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 Do you know what has come? Atakum Shahrun Azeem A great month has come like you're giving something, something, somebody a tremendous glad tidings You know what you just got? Do you realize what you just what just has come to you? Atakum Shahrun Azeem Shahrun Mubarak Shahrun Fihi Laylatun Khairun Min Alfi Shahr Nabi Salaam addressed the Sahaba in such words that, that highlight the greatness of this moment Now we are approaching that Mubarak time and in order to truly benefit from that Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this month of Shaban and apart from that this month now becomes a means of a person really focusing and beginning to start building up the momentum of tilawat, of nawafil salah, of dua, various amal. together with that Allah Ta'ala blessed us with this month of Shaban with this month of Shaban and in the month of Shaban that middle night, night, night of Shaban Laylatul Nisqim in Shaban Laylatul Bara'a now there's various virtues which you will have heard and will hear again inshallah in the Jummah etc. And the, great, and the greatness of this night. But one very significant aspect, if you look at the ahadith that relate to the virtues and the greatness of this night, on the one side it highlights what tremendous benefit and greatness there is in this. Allah Ta'ala's forgiveness and how many people, countless people get full. But then if you look at the same ahadith, there's something else also in it. That while the virtues are being highlighted, in the same breath, there are the exceptions mentioned also. That those who get deprived, and if you look at the list of those who are deprived, then it is by and large all related to the dirt of the heart. By and large, it is related to the dirt of the heart that deprives a person from the greatness of this Mubarak night. In one hadith, Nabi Islam says, Illa li mushrikin, the worst kind of filth that can ever be in a heart. The filth of shirk. That person is totally deprived. There's no question of him gaining any drop of the rahmat of Allah Ta'ala of this night until that shirk is wiped out. Aw mushahin, the person who harbors malice, as the dirt. Somebody is coming to pour zamzam, everybody's got their glass and he's coming to pour zamzam and he's looking into each person's cup and glass and he sees this person's got a filthy glass he says zamzam I'm going to put inside this glass of yours I'm not going to put my zamzam in your glass all this filth, all this dirt in your glass and I must pour zamzam in it become the clean glass so Allah Ta'ala is ready to pour this rahmat this mercy, this blessings 
From the beginning of the night Allah Ta'ala calls out His special mercies descend on the lowest heaven Hal min mustaghfirin fa'aghfira lah Hal min mustarziqin fa'arzuqah Har min mubtalan fa'u'afiyah Hal min kaza, hal min kaza Is there somebody seeking forgiveness? Somebody seeking sustenance? Somebody in a problem, I may remove the problem Anybody with this, with that, Allah Ta'ala is calling out But now somebody who's come with a dirty cup Say, but you go clean your cup and come first You've come with, how are you going to pour this zamzam in here? So while on the one hand, this month of Shaban has come Give us this boost already to warm up To get prepared for Ramadan Not prepared only in terms of what savories you're going to have And prepared for what menu we are going to make up for the month of Ramadan And what I want to have for Seri and what I want to have for Iftar And then what I want to have for the late night snack And sometimes in a normal day we have three meals In Ramadan, mashallah, the fast is kept But despite the fast being kept, in the rest of the time there's four meals sometimes So now that becomes the whole focus and that becomes the whole discussion So that's not the preparation for Ramadan that is there in its place if that's going to help somebody to spend more time in ibadat so now they're completing some preparations beforehand alhamdulillah very good if that's the intention excellent or sometimes it's a jazbah of khidmat i can present my family with something better to eat that's the barakat of ramadan but that's not the preparation for ramadan the preparation for ramadan is now getting into the momentum of amal and getting ourselves accustomed to spending longer time in ibadat accustomed to spending longer time in Salah otherwise we keep looking at the time now that yesterday the Imam Sahib finished off in 55 minutes today it took 57 minutes 57 minutes 57 minutes two more minutes he took now in, discuss- now in discussing that he took two more minutes we'll spend 12 more minutes outside talking about it but now that two minutes will become intolerable why? because Ramzan just came to be passed Whereas the Salaf Salihin, what was their manner of Ramadan? One is their enthusiasm. Their enthusiasm such that six months before Ramadan, Maimoon bin Mihran rahimahullah says the Salaf, six months before Ramadan, they would be making dua to Allah Ta'ala, Ya Allah, you enable us to get there and help us to be there. And six months after Ramadan, they'll continue making dua, Ya Allah, you accept what happened. Such the whole year rotated around Ramadan and then how they would have applied themselves if this was the zeal this was the zeal this was the zeal six months before look at the forget those who have passed long ago that we can't even imagine even people of recent times our Kabir open the Abhiti and see open his other various aspects his biographies etc and how they spend Ramadan, many others one khatam of the Quran Sharif the Quran Sharif every day was a was a standard thing for many many of them so in any case the point again coming to is that one is the month of Shaban came to give us this boost and to spur us to start making us become prepared not to sit and wait for the 29th but to already get into action, into action. but together with that and very so we can call it so to say strategically placed how something is very strategically placed the 15th night of Shaban just two weeks before Ramadan 
And then what's highlighted? Don't come with dirt. Clean all the dirt out. So the month of Shaban has been given to us as a clean up time. That look, you're coming for a very great occasion. Somebody comes with his dirty clothes and he comes now to our family function, comes to our dawah, we invited some guests and invited him also, but he was coming with dirty clothes and all filled. You see him from a distance, he tells us that tell, tell him please go away from me, don't come here. And if he wants to come, he must go and clean himself and come. Now, he's only dirty his clothes. But obviously that's not the right thing to do. He's got to become clean. Dean has taught us cleanliness. But you see somebody dirty, the dirt is outside, but it's on his clothes. But we can't tolerate it. The clothes are disposable. Clothes are not going to come with us in the cupboard also. But the heart is going to go with us. And the heart is everything. We can't tolerate the dirt of somebody's clothes. We want Allah to tolerate the dirt of our hearts. So the month of Shaban, one of the highlights of the month of Shaban is a clean-up time. And this clean-up, Allah says in the Quran Sharif, يَوْمَ لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُوا وَلَا بَنُونَ إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَ اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ On the day of Qiyamah, the day is such a day, لَا يَنْفَعُ مَالُوا وَلَا بَنُونَ Nobody is well, and nobody's children are going to be of any use to him. Now these are the closest things to a person. His wealth, his children, meaning what he looks for support from. He has an issue, no worry, we got enough. Something happened also, no, no, we got enough. That's his support, his back, his backstop. And he doesn't see anything there, now he's feeling very, very worried. But now he says, no, no, no worry, everything's fine, we got enough. And, I got enough children, no worry, they all take care of me. Allah is saying, the day of Qiyamah, neither that wealth nor children will be of any avail. إِلَّا مَنْ أَتَى اللَّهَ بِقَلْبٍ سَلِيمٍ Except that person who comes with a clean heart. Heart clean of shirk. Clean of all the dirt and filth. Once Rasulullah was asked, قِيلَ مَنْ أَفْضَلُ النَّاسِ Who is the best person? The Sahaba Ikram, you'll find so many occasions. This question. Who is the best? They repeatedly asked on different occasions, in different words. The sum total of it was the same. Who is the best? Why are they asking who is the best? We want to try to be the best. For what? For Allah Ta'ala. Because the best person would be the most beloved to Allah Ta'ala. Not the best for some worldly achievement. He'll get one medal, put on the wall and boast about it. And then what? What more than that? He climbed the Mount Everest to teach the peak. After that what? That peak is not going to come anywhere when he gets in the grave. We have to reach the peak of the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. And the peak of the reward of Akhirat. So now Nabi Islam used to be repeatedly asked by Sahaba. And depending on the occasion, depending on the situation, depending on the person asking, what was something needing to be highlighted at that time, various aspects were then mentioned. And all these are things, are qualities of the people who are the best. On this occasion Nabi Islam when he was asked, Man afdalun nas. So Nabi Salaam responded and said, Kullu mahmoomil qalb saduqil lisan. Kullu mahmoomil qalb and saduqil lisan. So Sahaba Kiram responded and said, Saduqul lisan na'arifu. The saduqul lisan. One is sadiq. Sadiq, sadiq, somebody who is truthful. Then in Arabic you get the mubalagha. Another form of the word which denotes intensity. One is somebody is truthful, extremely truthful. 
sabuqul lisan somebody who's extremely truthful in his word he doesn't just make things cut corners here and there just now speaks things which are not correct and tries to just appease himself but i didn't really say a lie it was now just half and half just half and half and 50 50 the court of allah tell all these things don't work allah tell is alimun bizati sudur allah tell knows what's hidden in the heart we can fool people we can fool everybody sometime maybe fool everybody all the time too if somebody has that so that's not necessarily the case or generally not the case but we can't fool allah tell ever allah tell is all knowing and all seeing so all these things don't work in the court of allah tell but nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying the best person one of his characteristics saduqul lisan extremely truthful any transaction no cutting corners and just saying it in little bit of just covering up something and the customer feels that okay it is fine 100% meanwhile you 99% in some just generalizing it in some way we covered up the 1% now in our heart we know what we doing but are we dealing with somebody or some other matter now there some we took our son's proposal somewhere asked some very little bit of some tough questions so now we just wiggled it through somehow you know but i didn't really say that i didn't really mean that but allah taala knows what we said and what we meant so one is saduqul lisan but the other thing the sahaba said saduqul lisan na'rifuhu ma mahmumul qalb what is this mahmumul qalb meaning literally we know the meaning of mahmum but this this we didn't understand this context mahmumul qalb now literally mahmum comes from the word kham khamam khamamtul bait and somebody has swept something clean and say khamamtul bait so now the cleanliness clean completely swept up completely cleaned out of all dirt and filth now that's literally the meaning nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam defined it and explained what's mahmumul qalb nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam says kullu taqiyin naqiyin mahmumul qalb is that person kullu taqiyin person who has adopted taqwa now this is the month of ramadan the whole theme of ramadan and the whole objective of ramadan is taqwa already the month of shaaban is coming to give us this cleanliness feeding ourselves so taqwa obviously this is the essence of it all the person who adopts taqwa kullu taqiyin now taqwa in this context of this hadith sharif we can take it to mean of the amal zahiri that he whether he is in public whether he is in privacy he is always conscious that what am i doing allah is watching i am in public in the presence of people also allah taala is watching i am alone nobody else is present there but allah is present allah taala is good allah is observing ya'lamu khainatal a'yuna ma tukhfi as-sudur he knows the deception of the eye and what the heart conceals where i am looking he is looking at me where i am looking i can't deceive allah taala i can try and deceive others allah taala is all knowing so whether in public or whether in privacy in all conditions being conscious of allah taala and naqiyin naqiyin literally clean meaning clean hearted so one is externally the person is with taqwa and then internally with taqwa also his heart is clean clean of what then nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam further states la 
Why? Because that layers and layers of grime just settled, settled and settled and nothing was done to wash it. So now this person is not immune from anything. But every time some dust from the whispers of shaitan, shaitan, some waswasa, some malice got blown into his heart. But immediately he is cleaning that glass, that heart. Immediately he is removing all this dirt and filth in the various manners and ways in which this has to be removed, which the Mashayikh teaches by making, by making dua, by making various amal, making dua for the people we feel these kind of negative feelings towards, making salam to them and various other amal that have to be done. He is making sure this gets clean all the time. Can we imagine in the Quran Sharif, Allah Ta'ala speaks about this. That disbelievers, Allah Ta'ala speaks about the Ansar first. And then further Allah Ta'ala says, Those who come after them, after the Sahaba, etc. What is their condition? Condition. Condition. The pious servants of Allah Ta'ala who came thereafter. Allah forgive us. Forgive those who preceded us with Iman. And then They make this dua all the time Ya Allah don't ever let any malice remain in my heart for any believer There should never be any malice in my heart for any believer Now the person who constantly keeps making dua, keeps cleaning out So this does come from time to time this dust when the winds blow sometimes all kinds of things fly around so shaitan sometimes causes this wind to blow of evil what not settles in the heart but the person who is conscious keeps cleaning it but the person doesn't bother to clean it and gradually there's layers and layers of grime of malice of jealousy of all the evils it starts becoming the nature of the person then jealousy seeps into that heart Malice seeps into that heart and then the slightest thing is looked for to display that malice. The slightest thing will trigger that jealousy because that whole heart has now become seeped in it. It has permeated the crevices of the heart. Now that jealousy, that malice and now when a society is filled with hearts of malice, when a home is filled with hearts of malice, when a family is filled with hearts of malice, when a business or a workplace is filled with hearts of malice, whichever space people have to interact with each other, then is that going to be a good place to be? Is that going to be somewhere that one feels comfortable being there? Is that going to be a is that going to be a is that going to be a means of a place of happiness for anybody, or is that going to be more something more can be likened to a jungle, all kinds of animals live? Allah Ta'ala wants us his heart to be clean. Allah is teaching us, look, these people make this dua. Allah is telling us, this is the quality of the Jannatis. Can we imagine the Jannatis? People read Jannat. What's left thereafter? Everything has been achieved. That is the ultimate now that the person finally makes it to Jannat. Because the person who's entered Jannat will never leave. He'll be there forever. So Allah Ta'ala is saying, Subhanallah, what tremendous people these are that they reach Jannat. Allah Ta'ala speaks about these people of Jannat وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍّ إِخْوَانًا عَلَى سُرُرٍ مُتَقَابِلِينَ 
Who are these Jannatis? People whose hearts now will be free of every kind of malice. And they will be reclining on couches opposite each other. وَنَزَعْنَا مَا فِي صُدُورِهِمْ مِنْ غِلٍ تَجْرِي مِنْ تَحْتِهِمُ الْأَنْهَارِ These rivers flowing beneath them. But Allah is highlighting before that what? Why they got all this? Their hearts were clean besides of shirk which is obviously the most important thing. And all the various aspects that they also mashallah had. The highlight Allah is giving. Their hearts were clean of malice and dirt and filth for anybody. This is what Allah Ta'ala loves. On occasion Nabi Islam says to the Sahaba, he's sitting with them. says to them that just now somebody will pass who is a person of Jannat. Now can we imagine what must have gone through the hearts and minds of Sahaba that who is saying it? The sahib wahi the recipient of wahi Rasulullah is saying it. There can't be a shadow of doubt in this. If somebody says that that mountain uh, moved we can believe that. But if somebody says there's a doubt in what Nabi Islam says that is totally baseless. We can never believe that. What Nabi Islam said is 100% 1 million percent correct. So now this was an endorsement. This person is a Jannati walking on earth still. And he's got the endorsement of Jannat. So they all were very eager now. Who is this person? Suddenly one person comes here. One person among the Ansar, he passes. And how such a simple person. The water of his wuzu is still dripping from his beard. His Shoes are in his left hand because that's the other. If a person is carrying his shoes, carry with the left hand. Carry the Quran Sharif with the right hand. In any case, he is holding his shoes. Such a simple, down-to-earth person, and he passed. He doesn't know what went on here. He happened to be just going past somewhere. But before he came, Nabi Salaam gave this glad tidings. The second day, the second day, Nabi Salaam says again suddenly, person of Jannat is going to pass this now. Sahaba, look, again the same person. He passes. Third day the same thing happens. Three days in a row when the same thing happened. So Abdullah bin Amr ibn Asadullah he woke up and went and followed the person. And then he goes and he talks to him and he says, now he's making one just some excuse to now get further into it. This person three days in a row, he's getting the endorsement of Jannat. This person is somebody very special. So now in order so that I can also, I can know what is the speciality and I can be the first person to put it for the news. They didn't have WhatsApp at the time, they didn't have WhatsApp and any social media. Maybe I can go around talking to me. I found out. Because that's the whole story nowadays. I must be the first person to put it on the group and I must be the first person to break the news, breaking news. So I'm the person who's breaking news. But that breaking news is breaking us. Because all the time we caught up in the news. So these are things to all shun. And especially, and especially now this Mubarak month of Ramadan, all these groups and all these things ungroup from it. Send everybody a nice message. Inshallah will communicate with you after Ramadan. And off the group. All these just idle chat groups and this group and that group and news group and whatever group. And even family groups which are just after Ramadan now. Because now somebody will feel offended if you don't write something. And he'll feel that maybe you'll feel offended if he doesn't write something. 
So now that chakra will carry on. So now in order to think that he is appeasing you, he will write something. And you thinking that he might be still offended if I don't respond to this, so you are going to try to so to say appease him. In the process, shaitan got appeased because both people's time got wasted. So simple thing beforehand, one simple message that as of now, till after Ramadan, I am out of all these things. Inshallah, if there is a need for it to be back on tweet to start off with, after Ramadan. Otherwise, generally these things are more harmful than good. Somebody uses it in the right way, it has its benefits as well. But by and large, so many times more problems than good come out of it. So in any case, this person now, he didn't have this objective. He wanted to see what's the special aspect in this person's life. So I can emulate it. I can emulate it and I too can become a person of Jannah. So he made one excuse, you know what, I've got a little issue with my father. Can I come and just spend some time with you and I don't want to go home for a few days. Can I come and just spend a few nights with you? He said, by all means, welcome. Very simple life they had, no takalluf. Oh, no, you can come. So he went and he stayed three nights with him. The whole object of that was that outside we see this person. But he must be doing something unique indoors. So if I go and spend the time with him indoors, I'll get to see what he does. So he went and spent three nights with him. This person laid down to maybe make some ibadah little of the night and slept away like everybody else would do. And then he didn't do anything special and extraordinary compared to everybody else. What everybody else would do, he did. And then afterwards, finally, he came to the masjid. And so one night, two nights, three nights, so Abdullah ibn Amr ibn Asimano says, it was like, I almost started, ahqira amalahu. I started almost looking down upon his act. This person got nothing special about him. What's in there? Any case, when the three nights finished off, and he decided now, I'd rather go, he told him the whole story. Look, there was nothing wrong. I had no issue. I merely came to see what you do. But, meaning I didn't see anything special, I didn't see anything extraordinary. So Sahabi says to him, Ma I only have that much. What you saw, that's it. Nothing beyond that. What you saw, that's it. So he turned around to leave. As he left, he called him again. He says to him, What you saw, that's it. But there's something beyond that. Apart from that, غَيْرَ أَنِّي لَا أَجِدُ فِي قَلْبِي غِشًّا لِأَحَدٍ مِّنَ الْمُسْلِمِينَ But I don't have any malice in my heart for any Muslim. And وَلَا أَحْسُدُ أَحَدًا عَلَى خَيْرٍ أَعْتَاهُ اللَّهُ إِيَّاهُ And I don't have any jealousy for anybody upon the good Allah Ta'ala has blessed him. Abdullah bin Amr ibn Asad now says to him that this is هَذِهِ الَّتِي بَلَغَتْ بِكْ this has taken you to that position. Meaning you got all your basics in place obviously. But this special quality that your heart is so clean that you don't have an iota of malice and an iota of jealousy. This is what has taken you to that peak. Now the month of Ramadan is on our doorstep. Shaban, Shaban came to give us this wake up call and to tell us to clean up. Clean up the heart. Otherwise such a deprivation. To clean up and to be having a clean heart. Dunya is dunya. All kinds of things happen in dunya. But the Sahaba Ikram, the Salaf Salihin, they taught us how a person, what kind of heart he should have. There's so many incidents. Time is already running out. The very famous incident about one battle. A battle took place on both sides of the Sahaba. Because both sides, they had a certain view regarding a matter. Each side, in the light of their understanding of Quran and Sunnah, felt this is the right thing to do 
and the other party felt differently but both were deriving what they came to in the light of knowledge not just something haphazard so it came to a point of where there was a battle but one sahabi of Abu Huraira he was on one side but when there used to be a lull and it's time to eat he would cross the line and go eat on the other side and after it he would come back also and now somebody observed this several time, times and then eventually somebody asked him that this is strange that you are on this end in terms of you support this party but you go and eat on that side so his response he says I believe that they are on the correct viewpoint their stance is correct so therefore I am supporting this one as far as that side the food is better on that side so I go and eat there but now the big question is nobody on that side stopped him from eating you coming, coming to eat with us what's your problem you standing on the other side but you coming to eat with us when you saw something like this happen in the world in that world it happened in our world we'll say when you saw something like this happen in the world because we don't have the eyes to see it we didn't see it in this world in that world they saw it but nobody on that end stopped him and nobody on this end also besides one person out of curiosity now nobody else made an issue of it also it seemed like maybe you're a spy you eat with them and you come this side they feeding you, you come and taking news from me nobody said that also the hearts were so clean even in the times of war their hearts were cleaner than our hearts in the time of peace if they were at war with each other it was on the point of haq not on the point of nafs and even in our peace there's so much of nafs involved clean hearts and dunya is dunya but the person who's got his focus towards akhirat and Ramadan he wants to gain the maximum so you find people had hearts if you look into the life of Rasulullah he set this pattern obviously as Aisha Siddiqa asked Nabi did a time more severe than Uhud come upon you an occasion an incident more severe than Uhud Uhud 70 sahaba martyred can we imagine Nabi seeing 70 sahaba janaza and martyred, martyred great great sahaba and then he himself was injured and so many difficulties came upon 70 were injured it was a very severe day severe day as Aisha is asking something even more severe Nabi Islam says yes more severe the well known incident of Taif there is no time to go into all the details of Taif and then what happened Nabi Islam finally leaves what would happen and how he was treated and how he was stoned and jeered and mocked at and now when finally the option is given to him the angel deputed over the mountains if you want I will just make these two mountains just close on upon them and crush them in between I'll do it you just give the command it's your choice you just give the instruction and it's done but Nabi Islam's response بَلْ أَرْجُوا أَنْ يُخْرِجَ اللَّهُ مِنْ أَصْلَابِهِمْ مَنْ يَعْبُدُ اللَّهَ وَحْدَهُ وَلَا يُشْرِكُ بِهِ شَيْئًا I have hope leave them don't, don't trust them I have hope that in their progeny people will come who will worship Allah alone 
Now what heart was this? After this treatment fresh, the body is still oozing with those wounds. And in the midst of that pain, in the midst of that difficulty, in the and every kind of pain, the most excruciating physical pain, emotional pain. Imagine putting the street urchins to now jeer and mock person is walking and everybody is mocking and jeering. Can we imagine the scene? Every kind of pain, we talk about emotional abuse and whatever abuse, the peak of everything. And all that is not six months later now, later now that all this is happening. Not six years later that this option is being put forward. Everything is still fresh. Those wounds are still oozing. That pain is still right there. And the option is being given to Nabi Wasallam. But the compassion for them and for the progeny is to come till Qiyamah. Heart. Allah Ta'ala loves his heart. Imam Ahmad bin Hamad Rahmatullah he spoke the truth regarding some aspect meaning he openly declared what is the correct the correct viewpoint and the masla of deen in one issue but the ruler of the time he was inclined to the opposite which was wrong no need to get into that detail so there was some matter some people were pushing some wrong belief regarding it Imam Ahmad bin Hamad rahmatullahi fearlessly expressed what is the correct belief in that regard. Now he had opposed the ruler of the time, Mu'atasim Billah. So he was imprisoned. And he was imprisoned and now he was being forced to now to change his view. But he said, no, I can't do that. What is the haq? I go to say it. So he used to be lashed in prison. He used to be lashed so severely that it is stated that if an elephant had to be lashed in that manner, that elephant won't bathe. A huge animal like an elephant, so strong. But if that elephant had to be lashed, it won't bait. So now we'll see but how the insan then was able to undertake it. If the elephant couldn't have borne it, that was something that Ruhani strength also became the, the strength in it. Nevertheless, eventually that Khalifa, he passed away and then the next person came in, he nevertheless changed the situation, he had Imam Ahmad bin Hamad released. But now those wounds were so deep and so, when his wounds used to be treated, now like sometimes for example some ointment has to be put into a wound, now sometimes it stings. That's medicine, it has to be put in there, but when it stings, something in the eye, you put some medication, it stings. So now when that ointment or whatever medication used to be put in that wound, now that wound came through because of who? Because of that Mu'atasim Billah. That Khalifa who had imprisoned him and he was lashed because of that person's zulm. Now there's so many wounds and every time now he has to be now treated by putting that medicine. Every time that medicine was put into that wound and it stung him, what came from his tongue? Allahumma li Mu'atasim. Allahumma li Mu'atasim. Allah forgive Mu'atasim. Allah forgive Mu'atasim. Subhanallah, what hearts? So this is what we are being given now. This is a time to really clean up. Clean up our hearts. Clean up our hearts for Allah wa ta'ala. Remove all the dirt, the filth, the malice. And have a clean heart. Keep a clean heart. To keep a clean heart, it requires ikhlas. A person who has ikhlas, and to the extent he develops that ikhlas, that heart will stay clean inshallah. Because now he's all the time conscious. 
what i am saying is it for nafs of allah taala what am i saying is it just to appease myself or am i really doing it because this will please allah taala and then if he'll keep quiet one is if he says something he'll say it before he says it he'll think and then if he'll keep quiet also he'll keep quiet in a way that will please allah taala some people's keeping quiet is more of a problem than they're speaking also because they keep quiet mashallah in such a way one person recently he discussed his matter he says no no that you know sometimes things go you know, i don't say anything i just keep quiet mashallah he said it in such a way you felt so nice about it this person what so just in passing i have to ask him but for how long you keep quiet maybe over 3 4 days 5 days and how often this happens in a month maybe about 3 4 times a month so by the few days of the month that got left is like somebody you know the whole month is at home the three days a month he goes out in jamaat or something so that's how it that's how it goes so that's not the keeping quiet that allah taala is pleased with that keeping quiet is also zoom because that keeping quiet is not to stay away from trouble that keeping quiet is punishment that keeping quiet is trying to inflict harm allah is not pleased with that that's not coming from a clean heart the keeping quiet that comes from a clean heart is while the person is being abused and he keeps quiet imam abu hanifa rahmatullah alayhi he's walking and somebody is walking alongside him and he's all kinds of vulgarity and evil and he's cursing him and swearing him and whatever and eventually they come to a point imam sahab says look this is my house i'm going to be turning in now so i'll stand there if there's something left you rather say it because then i'm gone in you won't get the chance he kept quiet he didn't say anything that keeping quiet was allah taala and that keeping quiet was a kamal an achievement because that keeping quiet was purely to keep the nafs at bay now that that was a kamal but now that comes from a clean heart that is the heart that's the heart we have to learn that's the heart we have to develop this is a heart that the month of shaban has come to teach us that the person who is deprived of the great blessings of the 15th of shaban Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam hadith says that Allah Taala special mercies descend Allah Taala forgives so many numerous people and then in one hadith illa li mushrikin aw mushahimin person who commits shirk mushahim person who harbors malice and other hadith aw qati'u rahimin person who serves family ties family relationships aqun li walidayhi person who is disobedient to his parents all these things stem from a dirty heart Allah Taala wants our hearts to be clean, wants our hearts to be shining and bright. Like we want everything else to be clean, we want to shine everything else. But more important than that is our heart, to shine our heart, in our heart, to clean our heart. So while all the things that we are supposed to do in terms of our ibadat, all this is also very important. Month of Ramadan, all this is very important. But the sifat of the Ahlul Jannah. as we understood from the one hadith that the person didn't have any malice in his heart any jealousy in his heart this took him to jannat and these small small things he must have a heart to overlook there's something more intense something needs to be addressed we address it in a dignified manner we address it in a way that does not cross the limits of deen does not create more problems we address it in a way that reduces problem that resolves the issue sometimes there is a problem somebody created a problem so the problem definitely is there but the way we go about trying to resolve the problem 
that we multiply it ten times. That doesn't help. So to address the problem in a way that reduces the problem. This dunya is not going to come with us. All the things that position and the status of dunya is not going to come with us. What's going to come with us? لا يوم لا ينفع مالو ولا بنون إلا من أتى الله بقلب سليم. The clean and pure heart that is going to be of benefit to us on the afterlife. Allah Tabarak wa Taala grant me and all of us the tawfiq. Allah Taala cleanse our hearts out and purify it from all the dirt and filth of every kind. Allah Taala make us among His loyal and obedient servants and bless us with every khair and barakat. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله رب العالمين. We took much time today. We just need to end. اللهم لك الحمد كله ولك الشكر كله. اللهم لا نحصي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله اللهم افتح لنا بالخير واختم لنا بالخير وجعل عاقب أمورنا بالخير بيدك الخير إنك على كل شيء قدير ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما ربنا فاغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار ربنا وآتنا ما وعدتنا على رسلك ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة ولا تخزنا يوم القيامة إنك لا تخلف الميعاد اللهم ثبتنا على الإيمان وأمتنا على الإيمان وحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الإيمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم إنا نسألك من خير ما سألك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما استعاذك منه نبيك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا يا مولانا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحبه معين والحمد لله